Hello, 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 and welcome to Courageously Kind. I'm Maddie. And I'm Liz. We're twin sisters and best friends. Together, we share stories of especially kind humans doing especially kind things in hopes that these conversations motivate and inspire you to be kinder to yourself and others. When we're not speaking with an incredible guest, we'll speak directly from our hearts about what it means to us to be courageously kind. Well, hello, 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 and welcome back to Courageously Kind. This episode is a little bit different than the episodes we have been releasing lately in the sense that this is actually a project for school, believe it or not. Yeah, you know, it's so fun as communications majors to be able to work on this project that we love as a school project sometimes. Yeah, totally. So this episode is going to be turned in as part of our Creating Digital Content class. And we're going to be talking about some different articles that we have read throughout this class and kind of relating them back to sort of our mission and this theme that we're going to get into called clicktivism, which if you haven't heard that word before, don't worry, we're going to explain all about it. But it's something that we felt really called to talk about and something that I feel like really resonates with Courageously Kind and our mission to bring positivity to the internet. So we... We're just so excited about this project. It's kind of like worlds colliding a little bit. Yeah, totally. And I think throughout this class, for all of our listeners that don't know what creating digital content means, we're really looking at creating websites and articles and and any, like, digital media. Mm -hmm. Kind of really, like, kindness. How do we do something that is going to benefit and improve the internet rather than damage? Yeah. Which is too often the case. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so we've got four articles we're going to break down here today, um, and they're all really great, and what we'll do is we'll link them in the description if you want to read the full articles. We don't have time to (laughs) read the full (laughs) articles to you, but we've pulled out some quotes and some themes and topics that we want to connect back to collectivism and positivity on the internet, but again, if you want to read those full articles, they will be linked in the description. Absolutely, so let's jump right in. We don't have a whole lot of time to do this, so jump right in with our first article yeah this is an article from the bbc mm-hmm. and honestly i think all of these articles are super digestible yeah and so i really encourage y'all to go check them out mm-hmm. if this interests you if you'd like to learn more about it yeah this article is titled the subtle way that collectivism shapes the world Oh my gosh, like back up the bus a little bit. Maddie, what is collectivism? This is a great question, and we are referring to the trusty Urban Dictionary <laughs> <laughs> to first talk about sort of this word. It's where the word collectivism comes from, but it's a word called slacktivism, oh, which okay. I feel like has a negative connotation. The word slacking definitely does. Yeah. yeah. The Urban Dictionary defines slacktivism as, quote, the self-deluded idea that liking, sharing, or retweeting something, you're helping out. Mm. You know, I, I think we've talked about this on the podcast before. Yeah. But activism, and specifically social media activism, mm-hmm. is kind of a gray area. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where this word collectivism comes mm-hmm. from, right? It's, it's the thought of sharing and tweeting and reposting. I think we see this on Instagram a lot. We see this on Twitter a lot. Things that are intended to start a conversation about politics, about social justice, about inequality, things like that. And I think that, like you said, it is kind of a gray area. 
it's not super black and white. I don't mm-hmm. think any sort of activism is, maybe. Yeah. But it's this concept that, like, you're taking activism and advocacy to the internet. Mm-hmm. And there has been a lot of criticism about this because people have said that it's maybe just performative, right? You're sharing a post on your mm-hmm. Instagram and that's it. You're not really changing the way that you personally believe. You're not maybe getting involved in your community. It's kind of sort of portrayed negatively, I mm-hmm. think, online activism is. Yeah. Definitely. And I think a lot of people can see it as either slacking and be yeah. like, oh, you're just going to throw something on your Instagram. Yeah. Or people who are really dedicated to social media activism are sometimes seen as too much. Yeah. Too too active, you know, too, I hate to use words like triggered or offended, mm-hmm. but oftentimes we see those words connected to social media ad- right. activism. Yeah. Because sometimes people are like, ah, oh, you're just all about activism all the time. Yeah. I think for some people that, that social media and, and the internet is just a w- means of entertainment mm-hmm. and a way to escape the world, which I totally agree with, and I think it's a great tool for that. Mm-hmm. But I think we need to talk about the way in which the internet really mirrors our physical, yes. real. Yeah. I don't want to say real because that makes it sound like the internet is not real. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess I'll just say physical yes. spaces. Yeah. Yeah. But the internet and these physical spaces and all of the sort of <laughs> stuff that comes mm-hmm. with physical spaces and injustice and inequality and discrimination and all that, yeah. those are actually reflected back in the internet Definitely. as well. It's not a space that is that is, I guess, free from that. Mm-hmm. I like that you say reflected because yeah. I really think that the internet can be a mirror sometimes. Mm-hmm. But it also could be a megaphone, which is yeah. amazing too. Like yeah. We have seen it in our work with space equality. Mm-hmm. Without the internet, I don't even know if we would have known what space equality <laughs> is. Yeah, you're right. So, what I love about this article is that it, it does reference and link evidence mm-hmm. that collectivism might actually be working. Yeah, yeah. We all know that the internet is a crappy place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have talked about that a lot on the show, and it's really... One of the big reasons why we started Courageously Kind, right, is to bring positivity and kindness and encourage people to do the right thing on the internet. And in class, we watched this really awesome TED Talk by Lisa Nakamura called The Internet is a Trash Fire, Mm -hmm. but here's how to fix it. (laughs) And I, if you know us, we love TED Talks. Love to have one someday, maybe. Um, (laughs) Just had to throw that in there. But she really breaks down the concepts of of the internet being, like you said, a mirror of our physical spaces and that it may be even more unsafe for people from marginalized groups to exist on the internet because of the way that platforms work and community guidelines. And and we all know people get a lot of courage behind a screen and would never say something so awful to someone's face, but they might comment it on an internet post. Our mom has named it screen courage. I love that. We should have her on to talk about that. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but screen courage is a real thing, and yeah. it's it's nasty sometimes. It's dangerous. And dangerous. Yeah. And what I love about this TED Talk, too, is that she raises all these concerns, but she also talks about compassion and forgiveness, yeah. Yeah. which are incredible. We really have to be forgiving and yeah. compassionate when, when somebody admits that they were wrong, 
when somebody is educated mm-hmm. and learns that maybe what they have said or done has been harmful mm-hmm. and they take accountability and ownership and are apologetic, yeah, we have to forgive. Yeah. Yeah. I love that she mentioned that. Yes. And this is sort of, that is a great point and it kind of transitions into this other article that we want to talk about called Whose Internet Is It Anyway? Mm-hmm. That was published by Thought Catalog. Um, and it's just this concept that, like we've been saying, the internet and I guess our physical spaces are not separate from one another. Mm-hmm. Especially in this day and age, I feel like our digital and our physical spaces are becoming more and more intertwined Absolutely. than ever. And so it, it kind of is a no-brainer that, or not a no-brainer, I guess, but obvious maybe. Maybe not even obvious, but it can be really clear when you take a look at it that the discrimination and the injustice and the hatred that exists in our physical spaces permeates into these digital spaces as well. I would even argue it's amplified on digital spaces. Yeah, I would agree. Mm-hmm. Which is why collectivism is so important and mm-hmm. so pertinent, right? If we are advocating for change and for justice and for equality in our physical spaces. Mm -hmm. Maybe we're voting a certain way. Maybe we're protesting. Maybe we're, you know, talking about it and and starting conversations Mm -hmm. about it. Why shouldn't that sort of level of activism permeate our our digital spaces as well? Absolutely. And you and I have seen it, Maddie, with our own activism and our own face equality work. Mm -hmm. When we raise these concerns and yeah. we raise awareness and, and use things as teaching moments. Yeah. We get so many comments all the time that are like, I've never heard of this before. I've yeah. never thought about this before. Mm-hmm. Thank you yeah. for bringing this to light for me. Yeah. I think that is one of the most beautiful things about the internet is that mm-hmm. it really can be such a positive place and such a space where people can find information Mm -hmm. they can find community and yeah it's just a really it's a really beautiful Mm -hmm. it can be a really beautiful place for those those sort of things I mean I feel like we have found such a beautiful community and we talk about all the time of facially different Mm -hmm. people that are also advocating for face equality and it just really is a testament to the way in which we use media and the way in which we use social media and digital spaces as well. Absolutely, and this brings us to our last article, which is Net Neutrality, Accessibility, and Disability Community yeah. with Alice Schwann, mm-hmm. I believe. Did you know we actually named her as one of our kindness heroes, too? <gasps> a couple years ago. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah. She's amazing. She is amazing. And, again, all these articles are so worth your time, at least for a good skin. But she really talks about how... Disability activists Mm -hmm. have really found their voice through the internet and the importance of making sure that the internet is an accessible place for disability activists. She raises concerns that I have never even thought about. Yeah. And it's just, it's really eye-opening. Yeah. And it just goes to show that, like, collectivism should not have such a negative connotation with it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really think, and to go back and to reiterate this point, I think we will be reiterating this point for the rest of our lives, <laughs> but it really just is how you use it, mm-hmm. right? Social media is a tool that can be used to destroy and can be used to really tear people down mm-hmm. or 
we have the ability and the power to really make it a positive thing and make it a positive tool to bring people together, to educate, to just make friends too. <laughs> it really is just such a beautiful thing. And that's the mission of Creatively Kind too, yeah, right? That totally. like you said, that's gonna be our life work. Yeah. Is to make digital spaces and physical spaces a bit more kinder. Yeah. A bit more kinder? Yeah. Sure. A bit more kinder. A bit more kind. A bit more kind. Yeah. Leave that in. I will. <laughs> we could go on forever about this, but oh, we have to wrap this up for the sake of time and for the sake of length of this project <laughs> so our dear teacher Lauren can <laughs> can grade it. But thank you so much for listening. I would love to have another conversation about this, Liz, in Absolutely. the future. Go a little bit deeper. Again, all of these articles are linked in the description below. And let us know what you think about collectivism. Yeah. We would love to hear yeah. your perspective. You can email us at courageouslykindpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at courageouslykind. That is a new thing. We, we just changed our username. Too. Yeah, Somebody already had courageouslykind. Boo. Boo. They can and have it. Yeah, it's okay. It we'll put okay. that dot in between. <laughs> It'll be all right. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you back here. Will you? Soon. Bye. We'd like to give a huge thank you to Annawaltz Landscape Contracting for their support of Courageously Kind. Annawaltz is a family-owned landscape contracting company in Berks County that has served Pennsylvania for over 35 years. If you're ready to get your landscaping project started, visit AnnawaltzLandscape.com or call 610-916-7070. Annawaltz Landscape Contracting, beautifying Pennsylvania one yard at a time. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, feel free to share it with your friends, your family, or anyone you think might like it too. And if you want to support the show, leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It really does help. Or check out our merch store at courageouslykind.org. Take good care, and we'll see you back here real soon.